You're listening to What the Folklore, making sense of senseless tales. Hello everyone and welcome back to What the Folklore, making sense of senseless tales. I am your storyteller, Carmen. Crime Weaver Tyler. I am, courtesy of Maddie Miller, submitter of several previous uh, stories. Prisons. At at Teple Pedal (laughs) on Twitter, I am the Krampus Keeper, which may technically be true. That's true. I've not seen evidence of the Krampus since it was discovered once more last night. Or maybe maybe it's out there. Did we ever do a picture of that thing? (laughs) I, I, I have, took one. I have some. Is it on the internet, though? No, Gordy and I need to go uh, do that. Yeah, now. we can do that. Yeah, I, I kind of accidentally crampused myself <laughs> last <laughs> night because I took it into my room so I could like sit on it and uh-huh. find a good place to hide it. And then when, when I went in there and turned the light on, it was, it was just there on my bed. <laughs> you got toy storied. Yeah, so I did. I got a little bit toy storied. So there was there was a self-crampus. And yeah, who knows where it is now. Um. So what do we do on the show when we're not being haunted by a Krampus? Who knows? Well, lately, it's been some jerk on the internet sending a story to us that we don't get to choose, and I'm very cross about. By jerk, we mean valued listener. listener. (laughs) I treasure them. Treasured buddy. See, I feel like like I'm in cahoots with the listeners listeners now to torment you further, which is uh, pleasing to me. Mm -hmm. And then you read it, and then we cry. We got it wrong a couple weeks ago. Who did? Who sent it to us? I I got it wrong. You chose it? No, it was Nicole who sent it to us. All right, string her up. I I done messed that up. Firing squad. I did indeed get the wrong Three Sisters folktale. Brazen Bull. So today we are reading The Three Sisters, an Mm. actual Grimm story. Again. Yep, we're mm. back. There are three more. Mm. Three, three more? more? Three more sisters. Oh. Three sisters, two. Three-er. <laughs> three, three sisters, three furious. furious. Three. <laughs> three sisters, two furious. Sister Drift. <laughs> sisters. Sisters Drift. Tokyo Sisters. Uh, Nicole was kind enough to take actual photos of the pages of the book that she was talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! So that's dedication. That Thank is you. dedication. We do appreciate that. So I wanted to. We're doing two Grimm's back to back. I rescind your death sentence. <laughs> but we're going to correct our errors. This is from the Complete Fairy Tales of the Brothers Grimm, translated by Jack Zipes. Jackie boy. Yep, and uh, we, we can just get into it because it's kind of long. Do it. Once upon a time, there was a rich king who was so rich he believed that his wealth would last forever. What a fool. Much he... like Tyler. <laughs> and his and his spending. And my scratchers. Spending sprees. <laughs> Credit cards. Credit cards are f- money you promise to have later. It doesn't count. It's future Tyler's money. Mm-hmm. Is this Is this king on credit? Not yet. He's going to be. Are they like on the gold standard or what? Yeah, absolutely they are. Uh, he wallowed in luxury and gambled on a gold board with silver dice. So I think that counts, right? Sure. Being on gold standard. And he did this for a very long time until, much like Tyler, he squandered all of his wealth and was forced to mortgage his cities and castles. Oh, what a bummer. 
Finally, he had nothing left but one old castle in the forest where he moved with his queen and three daughters. Their lives were miserable in this castle, and they only had potatoes to eat. So cramped in here. My kingdom for a city. Their kingdom for food other than potatoes. Because for whatever reason. What's wrong with potatoes? It's a pretty good food to be the only food you can eat, because you you, can do a lot with it. You can do anything to a potato, and it's good. Boil, bake, dirt, fry in a bunch of ways. Poison ivy. What else can you do to food? I think that's it. Mash. Mash. Great. Frozen. Do you have to cook mashed potatoes? Yeah. Surely, yes. Yes. Yeah. Like, how do you cook it? What's the heat? You cut, like, you cut it up and you boil it. What if you lay it on top of it it for a while? You Mm, boil it for a while, that gets it all soft and squishy, and then you you start mashing it, and you add your milk and your butter. Yeah, but I didn't know if it was like you bake it or boil it or what first. You you boil it. Have you guys ever had a bird feed a potato to you? (laughs) I have not. No? That's pretty good. What? When did you do this in your life? Just experimenting with potatoes. As you said, you can do anything with them. I like that it's experimenting with potatoes and not experimenting with birds because, of course, birds well, do Well, I asked that. the bird. The bird was cordial. I think it's a good delivery mechanism if you can, like, hook that up. It yeah, was, can, can it, we replace all of our forks with birds? It was heated in the bird's tummy. <laughs> there you go. Like, like a little flying microwave. <laughs> could you... I wonder if you could get... Birds are crockpots. Could you cook a potato with, with just, like, heat friction? I don't know. After a long time, maybe. I don't know. It seems like a less exciting grant. Yeah, it's not as good. Uh, so the king decided to go hunting one day to see if he could get some... Uh, Wild potatoes. ...forest bacon to put on the potatoes, because they are really good with bacon. There are different kinds of potato, too, so maybe they have a variety. So he filled his pocket with potatoes, and he went to the nearby forest where no one dared to go because of terrible stories about bears that ate people, eagles that hacked out eyes, and they're like wolves and lions and other stuff. How do they feel about potatoes? That's a hell of a biome. <laughs> get, That's a lot of coverage. To get to get all them things in there. Because lions don't typically coexist with those other animals, right? I think they used to have a range that was a little bit further north than they hmm. do now. A king, however, is not afraid, for potatoes give you courage. After a while, he gets hungry and plops himself down a tree to eat his potatoes, when, bam, suddenly there's a bear. That's what liquid courage is, right? Yeah, when you like... Is potato juice... Just just goopy potatoes. Potato vodka. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you can make... When you you make a potato smoothie. (laughs) You can make alcohol out of potatoes. You can make anything out of it. Uh, The bear growls at him. How dare you sit under my honey tree? Hash browns. We're having Winnie the Pooh yell at a king. Scalloped potatoes. And you're still on potato land. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, you'll pay for this. The king is horrified and hands over his potatoes as, like, apology. Tater tots. Uh, but the bear says, I don't want your potatoes. <laughs> Tater tax. Give me your oldest daughter and I'll give you 100 pounds of gold. Don't give me your oldest daughter and I eat you. 100 pounds of gold? Yeah. Say that again. I was looking up potato recipes. He said what to him? I don't want your potatoes. Yeah. He wants a woman. Yeah. And he'll give him a hundred pounds of gold in exchange for the oldest daughter. The oldest daughter, not the youngest. Now, Pooh Bear seems tricksy to me. Because Pooh Bear is sitting under a honey tree, as Pooh Bears are wont to do. Mm-hmm. What else is golden other than gold? Honey? Piss. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
Where are we going with this? Uh, either now. <laughs> either. either. We, we were on a honey path. But... Like, I'm just saying, this this king's not getting gold bars from a bear. It's getting either honey or ursine piss. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> but a hundred pounds of it. A hundred pounds of ursine piss. <laughs> Uh, I mean, that might what? have its use. <laughs> Maybe that has its use. Yeah. Why is it measured? It, you can use it to uh, sprinkle around your potato garden so that the deer don't eat your potatoes. It's a start. Uh, the king gives in pretty quickly to these demands, and the bear shows him the way home and promises to be back in a week. The king, bear keeps a tight schedule. The king feels pretty at ease now that he's at home, and he figures a bear can't go through keyholes, so he locks the castle up tight. Reasonable. I'll give it to him. He also gave his oldest daughter the room under the pinnacle high up in the castle to hide for the remainder of the week until the bear danger had passed. Did he say why? I don't know if he told her why. Just, just lock just the like, doors. Hey, you be, live in this tower. Be careful if you see a big hairy <laughs> something. Just move away from it. Daddy ran into some bear trouble. <laughs> you live here now. He owes a very big bear. <laughs> you. <laughs> On the seventh morning, everyone was still asleep when a splendid coach drawn by six horses came driving up, surrounded by gold-clad knights. The drawbridge of the castle fell by itself, the locks opened by themselves, the coach drove into the courtyard, and the handsome prince stepped out. If he steals the daughter, does he have to leave the gold? The king saw the oldest daughter fetched from from her locked room by the prince and calls out from the window... Farewell, my maiden dear. I see you're off to wet the bear. Tried my best. Sorry. Oopsies. That with the king says this? Yeah, the king says this to his daughter. Why? Because she's gone now. Because he ran out of potato courage. She, she is gone? Well, she's in the arms of the prince. Who is a bear. Yeah, but, but he, he just says like, oh, I guess you're going off to marry him. Nothing I can do now. Well, Gordy, he witnessed a bear prince just stroll into his castle magically. Like yeah. The, the drawbridge bridge lowered yeah. on its own for yeah, him. Yeah. Locks opened. You're going to side with that dude. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're right. That's <laughs> who, a good point. Who can home invade you anytime? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was thinking he might try to, I don't know, like guard sees him or something, but that's, that is a good point. A regular bear? Yes. Magic bear? A magic prince is, bear. The prince is the bear. Assumedly. Yeah. Yes. The king definitely thinks so. Is it... Is it a human-looking thing? Yeah, it's a handsome prince. Like, it's not just a bear with clothes on. Yeah, it's not a handsome bear. It's okay. a handsome prince. Okay. Uh, I refuse to imagine it any other way. <laughs> Try and make me. That that thing's a bear the I, whole time. I am now imagining, yeah, like a bear with a little hat and, like, Aladdin clothes. <laughs> Basically. Alibaba bear? When, when I think, like, fake prince. Alibaba? Fake Ali prince. Berba. It's it's definitely Aladdin. He might be out of sort of out of fashion there, out of place. Yeah, but that's like a good thing. Like he's he's not only a prince; he's like a, a mysterious for, foreign <laughs> prince and bear. Now, Gordy. Yeah, there is an instance. There's a few instances even of Disney bears wearing clothes. Yeah, and you didn't pick any of them. No, nah. you picked a human man. Well, we're, t- we're talking about a prince. <laughs> A prince who's disguised. Hey, you you remember how the beast wore clothes too? He's kind of a bear. <laughs> yeah, he might also be a prince. Indeed. Now that now that I'm thinking about it, 
But it's too late. Yeah, that's that's true. The mental image is set. It's really hard to change. Do we know that Aladdin? We have exerted power over the story. You may continue. <laughs> do you know that a Ala- Do we know that Aladdin was not a bear? We don't. Just we, we only have Disney's word. Unreliable narrator. Yeah. Unreliable bear narrator. <laughs> unreliable. Can you have an unreliable narrator when when like <laughs> in third person? When it's yeah, when it's just pictures of the stuff happening. <laughs> I don't think that works. If it's bear propaganda. <laughs> That's a that's a good angle. <laughs> anyway, the oldest daughter waves to him with her little white handkerchief from the coach and is sped off into the magic forest. The king feels bad about giving his daughter to a bear. But he's what so, could he do? He's so sad that he and the queen wept for three days. On the fourth day, they'd done enough weeping, and they realized, oh, we can't change it. Did they get the gold? So the king goes out to the courtyard and finds a chest there that's too heavy to lift, opens it up. Full of piss. And sees a hundred pounds of gold. It is It is not like, it's not a jar or like a vat full of piss. It is a box, like a wooden box. And, the, and it's just like stained and soaked in. Watertight, that box. Uh, so the king is consoled by this and he uses the bear piss to reacquire cities and kingdoms. And lead his former life of luxury those, again. Those mayors are fools. <laughs> one one swig of this, <laughs> and no one can stop you. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a snake oil salesman. So he's living, the, uh, fucks it all up, and is forced to once again mortgage all his stuff and return to Potato Castle. Yeah, it's weird how not changing your behavior doesn't change the outcome. <laughs> he gets sick of eating potatoes. And what uh what kind of bankruptcy file did he do? Potato. Like how did he structure it? Chapter potato. Like chapter thirteen, chapter eleven, chapter seven. I, what number is most potato shaped? <laughs> that would be chapter O. Chapter of those three, I guess thirteen, because it's the only one with a round edge to it. <laughs> chapter thirteen bankruptcy. I'm gonna look up potato based bankruptcies. <laughs> But you keep going. So he takes this falcon out hunting, and the falcon soars into the sky in the direction of the magic forest, which the king is smart enough now to know to avoid. And then the falcon flies back with an eagle in pursuit. The eagle crushes the falcon with one claw. Wow. Sucks for the falcon. It breaks the spear of the king, who's trying to use it to fend him off, and then digs into the king's shoulder and screams, Why have you disturbed my kingdom in the sky? Sky king. That seems important. <laughs> sky king? Yeah, put a a bird sky king. Yeah. Put a peg in that. (laughs) Give me your second daughter or you shall die. Oh, no trade? (laughs) Yeah, no no No, get? No eagle piss? Well, the king wants to live, Uh so he's definitely going to do this, but he does want a reward for it. Is it eagle piss? So he bargains with the eagle for 200 pounds of gold. Hey, do birds pee? Birds release a gelatinous mixture it's the poop and the pee of the two from their cloacas so it is the white and black and the cloaca is basically just an exhaust pipe right yeah it's the it's the every hole okay oh man it is all holes in one is that better it's efficient seems efficient yeah i mean you can do all of your waste excretion and your banging out of one hole. I mean, when when do you do a twosie without the other one? Gordy, can I ask you a question in response to your question? <laughs> yes. I just absorbed the words you said with your mouth. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Between birds and us, which one can fly? 
the bird. So I guess they're doing better than us. Yeah, because they're jettisoning their waste twice as fast <laughs> so they can stay in the air longer. And they can use it as a weapon. He got how many from the bear? A hundred? Yeah. So he's, not only is he asking for a ward, he's du- he's doubling down. Right. Well, like, yeah. You here's can... the thing. Demand is the same, mm-hmm. but supply has gone down for I, daughters. I guess he's learned, like, well, I burned through a hundred real quick. I should get two hundred this time. Give me a little bit more buffer time between potatoes. <laughs> between he's, losing daughters. He's about to have a daughter potatoes, scarcity. Tyler, you know, he does not give a crap <laughs> about the daughters. Um, so, you can always make more of them, right? So the eagle agrees to this bargain. And the king feels bad about selling his second daughter to a wild animal. <laughs> so he just doesn't tell anyone about it. Uh, the that's eagle that's tells a him, problem few have to grapple with. <laughs> and that's a, that's a lonely road, I think. The eagle's given him a seven-week deadline before he's coming to, to collect. Uh, so this time passes, and the princess is one day out on the lawn watering plants when a bunch of handsome knights come riding up, and the handsomest of all the knights dismounts and shouts to her, Swing yourself up, my maiden dear, and come wed the eagle without fear. The eagle likes to, to beat poem. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I should have assumed that it would have been the same as the bear arriving. No, but king, I... king doesn't even bother. Well, no. Like, with a carriage and all that. Oh. But I was hoping that she just got snatched into the sky. <laughs> By a, a screeching eagle. Yeah. By um. Marahute. <laughs> it's like snatched off a tower. <laughs> how, how are you going to stop the eagle? Yeah, if you like, couldn't stop the bear. Like, locking the doors, sure, right? Like, that makes sense against a bear. Unless you dig a pit and put your daughter in it. That's a good idea. Daughter pit. <laughs> You just dig dig out like a like a big square hole. That's copyright what the folklore. No one steal daughter pits. <laughs> kind of line it's it. The with only way she- to keep your daughter safe. <laughs> line it with sheet metal. Close the roof back up. Put a pipe down there so she can breathe. Don't do that. That's how people get human trafficked. So she can breathe and hotbox. Uh, speaking of human trafficking, the the eagle just grabs her without waiting for her answer and rides off as fast as an eagle. Of course. Yeah. The eagle flew as fast as an eagle. Thank you, story. Um, the family waits for a long time for her to come back, but she doesn't. So the <laughs> king has to finally like come clean about the eagle deal. Mm-hmm. And then he remembers, oh, yeah, like I was owed. Oh, good. Goody for me. It's Christmas Day. <laughs> I was on some cash money. Do you, th- do you think he could have just played it off as an accident? <laughs> Eagles, what you going to do? Yeah, like, oh, no, like our daughter was taken by an eagle. What do you want me to do about it? So he goes on a hunt and finds two 100-pound eggs of pure gold on his lawn. That seems less uh, usable. Is and it? Is it 200 pounds of gold? Yeah. Or, okay, not 200 gold pieces. No, it's 200 physical weight pounds. It has get- to be smelted down now. How does he get those back? Servants. So we end up where the youngest daughter is the last of the daughters to boil potatoes in the shame castle. I know. Whose boat is this? It's Mine all, now. Yeah, it's all king's boats because that's how the kings operate. They have two-year-old logic. Um, then he throws the net in the water and pulls up some nice fish. Then he tries to row to shore, but he can't because an enormous whale is holding back his boat. In the pond. In the pond. Pond whale. <laughs> And the whale yells at him for stealing the people from his realm. Mm-hmm. Maybe he should just stay home. Is anyone else fishing on the pond? 
No, it's just it's just the king. Just the one boat. Yeah. No others docked at the pier. You know how big ponds are, right? Yeah, I've seen ponds. It's not that big. You can get a couple boats out there. Maybe like two. Yeah. There's only one. It's did, a one it's a one boat pond. Did he go at fishing time or did he go at king time? King time. Definitely. <laughs> it's like three in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, Surely just, the fish will be jumping. Rando king time. I mean he did get some, which is why he's in trouble now. So the whale's about to swallow the king whole when the king terrified is like, I have another daughter, you can have her. <laughs> See, he, like, he knows the score now. The whale thinks about it and says, all right, I'll even pay you, but not in gold. Gold's not good enough for me. I'll give you three sacks of pearls and see you in seven months. What is, how, what, how does that equate to gold, though? Pearls? Apparently good. Is it better? So the king brings the flounders that he'd caught in the pond. Mm-hmm. They're very, you know, the ponds are known for their flounder. Yeah. Good, that tasty <laughs> pond flounder. <laughs> Uh, but when the the flounders were baked, he didn't it's want. It's good with butter and potatoes. He found that his uh, his appetite was uh, not there, and he just stares sadly at his daughter and thinks about how pretty she is and how it's the bummer that he's just giving her to a whale while everyone else eats with kind of a weird look on their face. He he just sheepishly pushes his plate to her and says, "I traded you for this." No, he doesn't. He does not come clean about this. He didn't come not. clean about eagle daughter. He's not gonna learn now. So six months pass, and the queen and princess, uh, the princess have no idea what's wrong with the king. And in the seventh month, the princess is drawing water from the well when a coach comes up, and the handsomest prince of all the princes comes out and asks her for a glass of water. And when she gives it to him, he grabs her and lifts her in the coach and drives back toward the pond. Does he drink the water? Nah, he's just like. Is this? Are all these animals one shape-shifting prince who's trying to just start a harem? I mean, that'd be a pretty, pretty good way to do it. <laughs> of the ways to start a harem, <laughs> t- turning into various animals is the way I'd go. Points for creativity. I mean, if you had the ability to turn into multiple animals and you wanted to start a harem, it makes sense to use both. It it does. Like if you can turn into animals, what do you do with that power if not scam people for women? Yeah, I'm glad, Carmen, <laughs> that you added the second qualifier because at first it sounded like if you could turn into animals, what else would you do? Other than steal women. I'd spend most of my time sleeping if I could turn into animals. Just sleeping as a different animal? Yeah, sounds cozy. Like animals that sleep better than humans do? Look at, like, Cricket's a champion sleeper. Look at her sleeping right now. That looks way cozier than any sleep I've ever had. You're ever? Your, you're your own fluffy pillow. You just exist as fluff. Yeah, you're surrounded by softness all the time. I don't know. I have a very specific sleeping position, and I cannot achieve that with a cat's limbs. Now I'm curious, because they have all the same like bones we do, just slightly... Jumbled. Not jumbled, just proportioned differently. That shoulder blade's a bit jumbled. <laughs> anyway, the queen was sad to lose her daughter, and she weeps around a lot. And the king reveals that, oh yeah, she's probably taken by a whale. And, she's uh, having a whale of a time. And just so you know, like that whole whale bargain's why I've been bummed out for the past seven months. So there's that mystery cleared up. But hey, I know what will cheer you up. I got a bunch of sweet pearls in the deal. Queen does not want to hear anything about pearls because her, quote, only child was more dear to her than all the treasures in the world. The other two daughters just stopped existing as soon as they were out of the royalty playpen. <laughs> Well, another way that royalty works is object permanence. <laughs> that they yeah. do have trouble with that. So the queen sees that she has just the one left, and she's like, this is my child. 
<laughs> right. When there's more I than one. I remember this one. It's just like noise in the background. <laughs> They're moving too fast yeah. for royalty vision. But when there's only one, you can focus on it and covet it. Uh, the king does still have the pearls, and he's richer now than he has ever been before. So pearls are better than gold. Yes. And he buys back all his old stuff, but he has finally learned his lesson and becomes quiet and thrifty. Because he's out of daughters to save his ass, so he does not want to go back to the potato shame castle. There's no more Af- lifelines. After buying back all his old stuff, yeah, he becomes thrifty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the queen weeps for a while. This is my last cheat day. <laughs> four cities and 13 castles all right now we go on a spending diet so the queen still weeps for a while in spite of the newfound unpotatoed wealth uh, but she does eventually give birth to a boy and this boy is so unexpected that they name him Renald the wonder child Renald Renald the wonder child the wonder child says that on his birth certificate yes that mm. is his full name that kid was born to circus he's gonna get beaten up in school <laughs> he's not going to school he's gonna get very bullied uh he grew up hearing about his sisters and when he was 16 he demanded armor and a sword from the king and then he went off in search for them he first wandered around the magic forest for a while without finding anyone but after three days he saw a young woman in front of a cave playing with a young bear cub with another young bear cub lying on her lap gross he figures ah this is probably my oldest sister and introduces himself as Reynald the wonder child her brother are they gonna keep her bear son <laughs> what kind of- yeah, or sons. Like, what kind of what kind of custody agreement do you work out there? Uh, Renald, the Wonder Child, looks enough like her dad that she believes that this is true. But she tells him, "Hey, you need to leave, or my husband's gonna eat you." I'm happy here. Leave He's, me be. He says, "I'm not afraid, and I intend to stay and see what your life is like." Well, she shrugs and leads him into a dark bear cave. Where on one side was a heap of leaves and hay where the bear and his cubs slept, and on the other was a grand bed that belonged to the princess. So those um, those knights and stuff, like a rental service or what? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They Is are. it? And they're not supposed to be spending money. It's like a prom limo? Yeah. How much do these knights cost? I don't know. Well, that's the king who's not spending money. The bear can spend as much money as he wants. The bear the sent. Bear. Yeah. The bear sent like a retinue to ah. pick her up. Yeah. Yes. Seems to not have that anymore in this cave. Uh, so she had her brother crawl under the bed and gives him a snack, <laughs> which is just a, a friendly detail. Under Teddy. the bed. Teddy grams? Yes. It's kind of fun for them. Made with graham flour, <laughs> which we learned about on non-recording time. Uh, so the bear gets home and he says he smells the flesh of a human being and he wants to stick his hand under the bed. The princess <laughs> yells at him to be quiet. Who's going to come here? Does he say those things in that order? Does he say that while looking at his human wife? Yeah. (laughs) Like, I smell the blood of a human being. And she's like, yeah, it's me. You say this every day. (laughs) Every day you come home and you freak out. (laughs) This is your shitty yabba dabba do. (laughs) I hate it when you come home like this. The bear growls that he'd found a horse in the forest and ate it. And there was indeed blood all over his face. As proof of this. And where there's a horse, there's a man. I want this sitcom. (laughs) This is shaping up pretty good. (laughs) So he again wants to look under the bed and he moves toward it. But she kicks him so hard in the side that he does a somersault. (laughs) It's a real good sitcom. Then he goes back to his place, puts his paw in his mouth and falls asleep. (laughs) 
His whole paw. <laughs> yeah. Is there a smackerel of honey still on it? <laughs> there's, there's a, a smackerel of horse. Yeah, there's a smackerel <laughs> of horse blood. Do you think they? Do you think they saved enough of the horse to make wax with? I hope for their so. candles. How else will they appease the bees in the honey trade? So on every uh, seventh day, the way this works is the bear is restored to being a hot prince and the cave is a castle and the animals of the forest are all his servants. It was on one of those days that he had fetched the oldest girl and there had been a great party and she'd gone to bed thrilled about her new lifestyle only to wake up in a cave with a bear and the only bed and things that she'd... Only the bed and things that she had specifically touched and interacted with remained nice. Is that true every time? Yeah, so every every six days... She plays tag with everyone, so they still exist. <laughs> I Oh, I don't know that she... Like, Everyone? That's, that's a thing that is kind of glossed over, like the bed's chill. Mm-hmm. And they say that things she touches remain the same. Right. But this apparently does not apply to, like the cave or the prince or other things that she presumably touches during that time is it only like while she's touching it like because she is lying on the bed it it can't go anywhere yeah she has to like wrap everybody around her yeah and a big (laughs) big bear hug um so she has six days of suffering and the seventh day is always pretty sweet uh she also has not aged much because only one day of a week counted in her life, so she's pretty content. One day in seven is not a good enough ratio. One day counts? Yeah. The rest are limbo? The rest are just Yeah, you're in bare limbo. Unstuck in time <laughs> yeah. while you're trying to force things to stay existent. <laughs> uh so she'd had two sons who also had this weird bear disease. And she stuffed their straw bed with the most delicious food so they could live off of that for the rest of the week. So it stays because they're lying on it, but they become bears. I guess so. I think this is a good video game. Also, Bear Husband obeys her and does whatever she wants, so she is chill with this arrangement. Oh, yeah, not bad. I mean, it seems fine. I feel like the the swapping every seventh day would be tiring. Yeah. Uh, But when... uh, Renald the Wonder Child awoke on the seventh day. He found himself in a silken bed with servants waiting on him. His sister entered with the princes and his brother-in-law, her husband, and they're all very happy to see him. The day was delightful, but in the evening the princess said, Hey, get out of here because tomorrow he's a bear again and you're going to be food. And he agrees. Like the pr- prince says, Yeah, dude, it's fine. It's just a problem I got. Oh, the, <laughs> the bear prince does. <laughs> yeah, but the bear prince does give him three bears. Hey, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Bear Prince gives him three bear hairs and says, hey, if you're ever in trouble, just rub these and I'll come to your aid. Gross. Does he take him to the side to say that? Or does he say that in front of everybody? It's like, yeah, it's just a thing. Hey, here's here's three of my hairs. Just rub them. Rub them and I'll help you. <laughs> I don't like that. Uh, so Renald climbed into a carriage drawn by six horses and he drove off. Uh, gets a long way before sunrise, at which point he finds himself suddenly on the ground. Surrounded by bears. Watching six ants drawing a nutshell <laughs> go off into the distance. Did he Still committed to the job, though. Yep. Did he stop specifically to look at this? No, like that's what the horses and carriage became, into, became oh, at sunrise. Oh, he turned Yes. He turned into them. Yeah, at the end of the seventh day, the horses and carriage just turned uh, into ants in a yeah. nutshell. Uh-huh. So like the dumbest Cinderella. <laughs> uh, so he realizes, oh, I'm still in the magic forest, and I have a second sister, so maybe I should go look for that. Um, but he wanders aimlessly for three days, accomplishing nothing. But on the fourth day, he hears a big eagle swoop. 
and he hides in the bushes and waits for the eagle to go away. Eagle leaves seven hours later. <laughs> Raynal comes out and shouts for his sister. Seven hours? <laughs> Is that a typical hunting schedule for an eagle? <laughs> seven hours on, seven hours off. <laughs> seven hours just slamming into the ground after mice and stuff. In uh, one location. <laughs> well, he's like over by the eagle's nest. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I was like eagle chilling for seven hours and then leaving. Oh, okay. So That's different. He gets the attention of his sister who eventually drops a ladder for him. And he climbs up and reaches the nest, which is very strong construction, kind of nice. His sister sits under a silk canopy. She has an eagle egg in her lap. Gross. Weird. How'd that come out? She's uh, keeping it warm so it can hatch. Gross. So the princess warns him to get out before her husband comes and tears out his eyes like he's done to two servants who he's found in the forest. Servants have gone looking for Renald the Wonder Child. This eagle is more aggressive than the bear. (laughs) And Renault says, nah, I'm going to hide till your husband's transformed back into a dude. They seem chill then. She says, uh, that's in six weeks. So I guess if you want, you can hide in the tree because it's hollow and I'll just drop food down it to you every day. The story is very concerned about like how these, how the people in it survive. On Subsist. Food. Yeah. I mean, like <laughs> I would just assume that the bear cubs would be eating bear food for the week and that you didn't have to shove their leaf and hay mattress <laughs> with like pastries for them but the story thinks otherwise so he does this and at the end of uh, six weeks the eagle's house transforms and it's even cooler than the bears so they have Carmen, a whole what i don't want to know i don't want to know but i have to ask I, and again mm-hmm. i do not want to know <laughs> what happens to the egg <laughs> It does not. I don't want to know. It does not explain it. Good, because so, I don't want to know. Um, you don't? I don't want to know. Okay. So they have a whole week of, of fun times. And at the end of it, uh, the eagle prince gives him three eagle's feathers and says, rub these if you ever need me and I'll come help you. So he wanders off again. Is that all three at once? Or is it three charges? No, it's all help? three at once. Wait, you have to burn all of them at once? Yeah. Mm. Ah. Bummer. Uh, he eventually comes to a lake, remembers that he has a whale wife sister, and it takes him about three days to get down the cliff to the lake. Because mm-hmm. as a wonder child, he knows that whales live in lakes. Well, I mean, it did live in a pond, so maybe it just upgraded once it expanded its family. Um, And once he's on his on the bank he calls out for his sister no one answers so he puts some breadcrumbs in the water and then he asks the fish that come up to eat them to tell him tell his sister that Renald the wonder child is here to see her but the fish just ate the bread and didn't give a shit about what he wanted (laughs) did not speak his language Uh, then he sees the mysterious boat he takes off his armor but keeps his sword and rows off until he sees a crystal chimney rising from the water does he row with the sword yeah that'd be badass (laughs) yeah I'm gonna go with yes Absolutely. Slow. Slow. Very badass. slow, but very cool. It's like slow motion cool. So it's <laughs> double cool. Uh, so he slides down the chimney like the weirdest Santa Claus and startles the princess significantly because she did not expect a man to slide down her chimney. Uh, so they exchange introductions and she says sadly that her husband, the whale, has heard of his coming and told her that if he does show up uh, while he is a whale, the whale will not be able to control his whale appetite. 
And also, he'll break my house and I'll definitely drown. Uh-huh. Uh, so, Ronald the Wonder Child says, well, can't you just hide me? The other two did it. And she says, look your ass around. This house is crystal. He can see through all of it. Where would you hide? <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Hmm. But she thinks for a moment, remembers the wood room, and she like goes and rearranges it so that there's like a little wood fort. Ah, uh, the wood room. The, the wood. It, is it a room made out of wood, <laughs> or a room where wood is kept? A room where wood is kept for her her fireplace. Okay. So she just makes a little like Lincoln log a wood box fort for, for him. him to sit in. That's fun for two months. Six months? Six months. Uh, so during this time, the whale husband swims around the house several times looking for anything amiss. He sees a bit of the prince's clothes and throws a small tantrum, but because he can't see more, he doesn't destroy the house. So he sees like a scrap of fabric in the wood room yeah. and gets suspicious. Right. But, but he has can't no prove more evidence. anything. So he does this daily until the seventh month when the magic ends and it's an even more bitchin' castle than both previous castles. They have a whole month of partying, and then the whale gives him three scales to rub in times of trouble, because I think the story has mistaken whales for fish. <laughs> yeah, forgot that whales don't do those. Or the whale gives him, like, one of his subject scales. Yeah. Like, you're not getting any of my shit. This like, was a getting, criminal murderer. This is Charlie Tuna's. You're not getting wishes Char- from me. Charlie Tuna was a serial killer executed <laughs> for his crimes. We retained his scales for magical favors. That's just how things work down here. Uh, so the whale brings him to a bank where his armor's still hanging out, not rusted or anything. And the wonder child wanders around the wilderness for seven days. <laughs> Wondering what to use these favors on. Yep. I haven't found adventure yet. I've located all my sisters. I claim to be a wonder child. I've not done anything wonderful. Uh, after seven days, he finds a castle with a steel gate that has a mighty lock on it. In front of the gate was a giant black bull guarding the entrance, so Renald attacked it. Like you do. Yeah, Turn, sure. Turns out the bull's made out of steel, so his sword breaks on the first time he's ever had a chance to use a sword. It's a brazen bull. He tries to use the lance that he's apparently been carrying around, but that also broke. So the bull throws... It's still steel. Yeah. It has not changed <laughs> with different weapon. Uh, the bull gets a hold of him and throws him into a tree, and then Renald remembers the bear hairs, so he rubs them, and the bear shows up and tears the bull to pieces. A bird. No questions asked. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> Bear strolls up, sees the bull, and is like, I got this. What you need. Oh, I see what the problem is here. There's a bull. Well, I'll make sure that's not there anymore. Uh, so when the, the bull was torn up, a bird came out of its stomach and flew high into the air. Dun, dun. So he rubs the eagle feathers because he's not just going to let this thing get away after it threw in a tree, I guess. Da, da. The eagle comes and smashes the crap out of the bird. Da, 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 da. <laughs> the bird chops a gold egg into the pond. He rubs the whale scales. The whale eats the egg, then spits it back <laughs> says, up on the bank. <laughs> so Renault gets down from the tree and cracks the egg open, finds the key to the steel gate inside of it. All of that to get into a gate. Yeah. All three favors. Yeah. To get into a gate. Yeah. Fuck this kid. <laughs> he's a wonder child. No, he's not. He's not. One one wish, eagle, carry me over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one wish, bear, throw me over. Yeah. Or whale, catapult me with your tail. Yeah. That one's probably, you could use the whale as a submarine. I think that's a better use of whale. 
so he touches the key to the gate and it swings open by itself and he goes through seven doors into seven rooms. Hold on. The gate was unlocked the whole time? <laughs> well, it's like it's like our apartment gate key card. It's a key card. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Uh, in the last room, there's a maiden asleep on the bed. She is super hot. He tries to wake her up, but the sleep is so deep that she might as well have been dead. This makes him angry. He just wandered into this story. <laughs> yeah. It makes him angry that this hot woman is not paying him any attention, so he just punches this black slate that's next to the bed. At the instant that he hits it, she wakes up for a bit, but then falls right back asleep. So then he takes the slate and he throws it on the floor, which shatters it. The maiden wakes, and it turns out she's the sister of all the animal princes, and she had once rejected the love of a godless magician who had retaliated with a sleep forever spell and turned her brothers into animals for as long as the black slate remained untouched. Great. Swell. <laughs> yeah, I like it. So he's going he's gonna to cart their sister off. So Renald led the maiden out of the castle. The brothers-in-law came riding up with their wives and children, and it says, parenthetically, the eagle bride had hatched the egg, so she carried a beautiful baby girl in her arms. Great. <laughs> so they all had go, a beak. They all go home to the gamble king and queen, and the wonder child marries the hot chick, and everyone's happy. Now the cats run home, for my tale is done. Get out of here, cats. <laughs> this is just an insane person in the street talking to cats this whole time. <laughs> So that is the actual three sisters that was recommended to us. The other one was a bonus three sisters. Were there any copyright infringement lawsuits? Between the two three sisters? Yeah. Are they I both think grim? So. No. One's the Pentamaroon. The trouble with any of the folktales titled the three fill in the blank is that there are a billion of each of them. So those are just kind of fair game. Yeah. You want to call your thing the three whatever? Yeah, you're good. Oh, this one should have just been called Seven. Can we just change the name of our show to The Three Sisters? Should have been called Little Women. Because <laughs> I think that's more or less what that book was about. I don't know. I read it when I was eight. Good memory. <laughs> Louisa May Alcott would be I proud think of you. There was a bear in there. Pretty sure. Yeah, isn't there a bear in Little Women? Yeah, Joe wrestles a bear in order to get her book published. I don't, I don't remember anything about this book. Yeah, all the it March is... sisters had to wrestle a wild animal to achieve their dreams. So Joe wrestled a bear. Don't we all? Actually, she did I, I truly marry someone with the last name Bear. <laughs> so that's kind of accurate. Um, Beth died. <laughs> Beth Didn't is, win that fight. Beth is dead. Um, I guess, I forget the name of the oldest sister. She probably marries a bird. In little, say, in little Women? If Beth died, then she's the one who had the whale, right? Because wrestling a whale <laughs> on whale turf <laughs> would would kill her. Seems, seems like a bad situation. And, and Amy was the princess who was asleep until someone came and woke her up. So yeah, Louisa May Alcott stole Little Women from the story. From the Grimm's? Yeah. You're wagging your finger at me. Uh, trying to think of a thing to say. Do you have a specific thought in mind yeah, that I'm, you're trying to word? I'm, I'm molding it with my mind hands <laughs> like clay into a perfect thought, as I so often provide on this show. It's true. Your thoughts are like beautiful pearls formed around a piece of shit found on <laughs> in an oyster. What are you getting at? So headphones 
on the bus. That's a sign of like, hey, don't talk to me. Usually. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a sliding scale? A sliding scale of what? Well, like, like, like you got one earbud in? Yeah. Well, like between that and being asleep in your locked home, how much do you not want to talk to a person? <laughs> well, it wasn't her choice to be locked in there and asleep, right? I suppose not. It was a curse. It wasn't a curse. It was just the king being like, I'm going to get out of this loophole. But to be wait, indignant. Wait, 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 wait. What? Oh, oh, you're talking about like the very the, end hot yeah, chick. Yeah. Not, the woman at the yeah. not the oldest sister no, who no, was also no. asleep in a locked castle. No. Well, yeah. Also that. It came up <laughs> twice. Think, which which woman asleep in a very think, locked down castle are you talking about? I think in that case, in the, the curse ones yeah. case, you you smash the slate mm-hmm. and then you ask her if she would like to be awake or asleep. And then you glue the slate back together if she it's, wants to be asleep. It's just his indignance that she didn't, like, respond to him. Oh, yeah. No, that's... When he was the one who had to, like, use three magic wishes to get inside. Yeah, that To that's her locked house. 1,000% fuckboy. <laughs> yeah, is, is mad when she's not paying attention to him. Yeah. Yeah, he, he wastes all his wishes getting inside a house and then is mad when this does not immediately equal a reward because she didn't ask for him to do that no no one did but he just assumes that it's his his right to nobody asked her. this little bitch to do anything <laughs> what is he wonderful about that's that's a good lesson i'm gonna call that the moral of the story no one asked this bitch to do anything <laughs> <laughs> yeah like no one no one asked you to do this you can't get mad if she doesn't want anything to do with you yeah none of the sisters wanted to be rescued they were all cool with their situation like yeah like hey hey thanks for showing up but i didn't ask you for that like yeah my home life's a little weird sometimes my husband's a bear turns out i can kick the crap out of him though he just puts a paw in his mouth and goes to sleep. Like I get my own way all the time. After doing cartoon somersaults across the room. And once a week, we have a party. Like a crazy bitchin' party. I'm chill with this. Seems cool to me. Go home. It's better than being with my dad, who spent all of our money and then made us eat potatoes. And then, and then let me get kidnapped. Yeah. And yeah. then just said... Oh, bye. I see you're off to wed the bear. And even, and even if they like, if if the woman at the end doesn't want to be in that tower, she is not obligated to. Like, if you save a princess, she's not obligated to marry you. Right, which is the thing these stories do not understand on a very fundamental level. Yeah, it's like, oh, like he he rescued her and they got married, of course, but she doesn't have to. She can say like, hey, thanks. Like, swing by the kingdom. You'll like, we'll pay you or something, but. Also, our family's already obscenely intermarried, so maybe we should like spread the wealth a bit. <laughs> no, yeah. that's not how royalty thinks. No, that's true. Spread the wealth. <laughs> like, I'm going to go find a cousin. <laughs> Keep it in the family. Yeah. Why did he have the circus name? Because uh, he was cute? No, because he was unexpectedly born. So this is like Prince Unexpected, but they, they looked it up in the royalty registry and found out that was already <laughs> Someone taken. Someone took that one. So I guess like, we have well, to be falsely cheery about it. Okay, he's the wonder child. And the queen forgot all her grief about losing daughters because now she's got this one. What's the age gap there? Between uh, daughters? Yeah. More than 16 years. And then this kid? 
I guess maybe 16 years. He's 16 years old before he goes off to find them. So, I don't know. Youngest is and probably 13 or 14. Of marriage age. Right. If she's of marriageable age, we're probably looking at 13 or 14 on the youngest. So, that's that's our age difference. Uh, so, Prince is definitely marrying an older lady. Mm-hmm. It's not the worst. Because it's, it's been 14 years plus that these other dudes have been bears. Yes. Although there is that like weird thing about time not counting while they're bears, so I don't know if time mm-hmm. is just not counting while this woman's asleep either. So it's it's always does that all even out? It comes in sevens. He is like one day out of every seven for bear. For bear, but that's that's the same as one month as, out of every seven months. Yeah, right. Like that scales, right? I guess so. Like one one week out of every seven weeks is seven days out of forty nine. And if you do if you do one day on and six days off, then that's still this yeah, it scales. Okay. Yeah. So it's just the density of yeah, party versus like, how do you, animal time. How do you want to split it up? What would you guys choose? I think, idea? I think if you have one good day out of seven, that is not good enough. You gotta you gotta work for a better ratio. I mean it didn't seem like the other days were bad. They were just different. They're just Different. bear days. Were they not They're bad? They're just bear days. Yeah, I, I guess she said woman. she didn't like hate her home life, but... No, she gets to punch a bear. <laughs> yeah, but there's like the thing where she has to touch stuff so that it's real and she just... <laughs> she just stays in her bed so yeah. she has a comfy bed, doesn't have to sleep in hay. It's yeah, not too but bad. Like, I mean, you could get your... She stuffs her mattress full of cake. You, yeah, you could stuff your mattress full of food. You get a Nintendo Switch up there. You're, prob- wanna... you're probably good. I want to talk about logistics with you guys. Please. This this scenario. Please, go ahead. How how long was the curse, did they say? They didn't say how long it had been going on. So we have to presume a while. I would say at least... At least as long as the span of the story. Right. It'd be at least a couple of years, because I think like Whale Guy needs to have a, a chance to figure out his cycle, mm-hmm. which would mean at least two full cycles of whale time. <laughs> Yeah, so a few preferably years, three, but a few years two for sure. Before the events of the story. Right. And then the events of the story, yeah, then which they have, takes over 16 years' time. They have their their thing figured out, and then, yeah, in 16 more years of being a whale, bear, eagle life. So they're, like, they're, like, well used to it. Yeah. By right. the time. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to say that this has been half their lives yeah. in this yeah, situation. Probably. For that to end... One day, wouldn't that be more of a hassle than a good thing yeah, in like, your mind? Like all you've known. Like now I have to adjust to this. Like I guess it's great. I'm human all the time. All I you mean, know is living like, in one of several lavish palaces while your dad gambles, then living <laughs> in one very specific palace eating only potatoes, and then this bear life. I'm talking about the cursed individuals also. Oh yeah, yeah, probably. Like to be a whale for half of your life. <laughs> Yeah. And then to be human all the time again. You think you just want to take the the familiar whale pattern? I feel like you would be more used to it. And like, maybe you could get used to human life again, but I feel like it's a Shawshank. Like you're going to go work at the grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to work out for you. Like it sucks for the sleeping girl. Although there have been times when I've thought, you know, sleeping for eternity is probably pretty cool. Sleeping for 16 years sounds awesome. Especially if you get to like dream during that time. There, there are days where it sure feels like it. <laughs> yeah, like, like that. Please, <laughs> just sixteen more years. Yeah, <laughs> all I need. <laughs> if I could just, yeah. if I could just get sixteen more years of sleep, <laughs> just set my alarm for just reset for eight o'clock twenty thirty three. 
that'd be great. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think this is a life upgrade for our princes. You think it is? I mean, you get to be a bear for six. The curse is the upgrade. Yeah, yeah we're on the same page. Yeah, now. yeah, absolutely. But I'm trying to figure out like <clears throat> what's the better deal. I don't think whale is where I'd want to go because I don't want like six whole months between party. Yeah, between that break. I don't know. Whale seems okay. I mean, you get to like hang out underwater, and that's pretty are cool. You, are you taking into account the animal form or the the time scale, or both? Uh, both, I guess. Just like overall, what's yeah. the best? Like you're going to do six solid months of this one thing, and mm-hmm. then one solid month of this other thing, like partying in a fancy castle. And I, I feel like both would get old after a while. Like you wouldn't be able to fully appreciate them all. Mm-hmm. Kind of like if you had to work. Yeah. For six months, no break, 30, 30 to 31 days a month, but then you got a whole month off. Yeah. You you would squander that month off because there's just too much time without structure, <laughs> and you would go nuts on the six months. I think that one's a shit deal. <laughs> Can we agree that Eagle is that just right porridge? Eagle might be. I think so. I think I think middle of the road is good. You get to be an eagle for six for weeks. For six weeks. And that's not bad because mm-hmm. you can right. fly around and... Right. Pick stuff up. Like eyeballs. Drop it in other places. <laughs> Goats, man. You got a cloaca. Yeah, you've got that efficient system. <laughs> you, can, you don't want to go back to human after can, that. Yeah, like, after how many you, holes do I have to have? Once, Damn. Once you've adjusted to, to kind of like the simultaneous pee-poo, then like you're good. You don't want to switch. And then like you get a week to be human and do get drunk or whatever. I don't lament know. the time that you're yeah. not an eagle. Yeah, you, you can like, do a lot with a week that you you probably can't do with a month. To kind of get your, I don't know, just like your admin done, get your license renewed, right? And whatever I, you have to do <laughs> that requires being human. Get a new tag for your car these days. <laughs> yeah, eagle's the way to be. But I think yeah, if you if you've spent half, if not more, of your life as a animal friend, it would be very hard to give up flying like you'd just you'd wake up one morning and try to fly out your window and realize oh that's gone forever now i'll never taste the sky again oh great the curse is gone <laughs> lucky me right sucks for that girl but you know then she was woken up from the curse and force married the prince who yeah. calls himself the wonder child yeah still like a that, net loss like that would be i, w- I want i want her I story asleep. i want her story after this like i want the story of the princess who gets forcibly woken up by a prince calling himself the Wonder Child? Listen to me. And, she, and her and her repeated attempts to brush him off. Like it doesn't happen often that I feel so strongly that nobody gained anything in a story. It's true. Like it's where I feel losses, like everyone is worse off. Net losses all the way because none of the wives had like had an issue with their situation. Everyone was good. Yeah, I mean, I guess right. the, I guess the wives are maybe a little bit better off if they prefer castle time, and now they have it all the time. But then it loses its specialness. Yeah, like you don't appreciate it anymore. It's like if you had Christmas every day, it and, wouldn't be special. And I want whale wife got to live in a crystal palace under the ocean. People pay so much money to like vacation in an underwater hotel for. A day to try and tie this in to the overall story. Yeah, I want to propose an unorthodox uh, blanket for this. Okay, this yeah. is this is fairy propaganda. This whole story. Yeah. So the events are not real. About how great lives are when magic is involved. And do you really want to get rid of magic? Are you really better off without magic in your life? 
is it fairy propaganda or is it bird propaganda? Well, the birds want to get rid of it. I know, but they're like trying to swing the end of the story where it's better that the curse was lifted. Like this was a curse. But people can see through that it is not because we did. I mean, yeah, we did. And we are not the smartest humans. We did. But like if you're being shelled a lot of propaganda, it's not it's not convincing when you're on the outside of the war. (laughs) Like you can look at old Nazi propaganda and like that's a hot load of bullshit. Sure. But it was still eaten up in the middle of wartime. I suppose so. I, I'm just saying, like, the moral of the story as presented is that... Everyone was happy when the curse was gone. Yeah, because living like that curse. was a curse. Magic is always curse. Magician is evil. Yeah, sure is. And also, that eagle squished a bird. Squished a true bird. <laughs> Eagle's a murderer. A magic murderer. Yeah. So magic... I want to is... see... I want to see fairy um pop culture mm-hmm. now like i just want to see kind of what their like movies look like well they have that sweet bear sitcom other like we don't yeah. have other other Can than you the, the, the propaganda sims i don't think so damn it maybe you could just make a very big very hairy man <laughs> like true. like not quite a bear but how far can we get i bet face to snap you know what i bet i bet with mods you can do whatever you got it on ps4 though don't you yeah yeah We'll see what we can do. Play around with it. By the way, we're making like a whole fairy tale village of Sims characters. It's not ready to be unleashed yet. No. This is like hot preview, which might get edited out. Probably not. Are they built? Some, Some of them are. people. Yeah, yeah we'll, we we'll take a tour. Chairman's in there. Chairman is sense. in there. I guess I haven't. I, I released the Valentine's Day image of Chairman, but Chairman has not been unleashed as a full character turnaround yet. Mm-hmm. Should do that. Yeah, curse seems pretty good. Yeah, seems okay. I was into it. Daughters are better off not with Gamble Dad. Yes. Gamble Dad sucks. Yes, worst dad. Very, very bad dad. Severe, he has a, he has a, he has a cup problem. that says, I am shit at dad. Who maybe does but, not really learn a lesson. But maybe best representation of gambling addicts we've seen in story. I guess. Yeah, like, I guess that's good. Like, he's bummed about selling his family to wild animals, but Briefly. it does come with a sweet payout. Better than working. Yeah. <laughs> Infinite better than potato. Also, I like how the bear had to lead the king back to the castle, because the bear knew that the royalty playpen no. had been left. Here, I'll show you where you live. Hold his hand and <laughs> take him back. Shh, I'll be back in seven days. Yeah. Get him safely across the street. Are they recursed with incompetence? The bear people? And the the, the magic people. Like Now that they're human all the time. Yeah, they need they to be. And they go back to a royal lifestyle. They, they probably double need to be kept in a royalty playpen because now they're they're almost like. <laughs> they have wanderer's hearts. They've seen too much. Right. They, they've had in abilities. In Lovecraftian in fashion, their <laughs> consciousness has wandered too far. They've had abilities and, and uh, attributes that have been taken from them, and so they can't fully adjust to human life anymore. Like, what if Bear Prince just wants to go eat a horse? It's not going to end well the second time. They got to keep him in the royalty playpen so he doesn't just wander around eating the livestock of the common folk. I think if you're a prince, you're allowed to do that. Probably, but only said, for so long. You said, revolt. bring me the livestock of the common folk. I think that is within your purview. Well, yeah, but you do that on your own grounds. I must check yeah. that way. For everyone wax. knows that that it's the prince eating the livestock, and they're like, yeah. "Okay, well, this is just part of his lifestyle." But if you just yeah. let him loose on the world, someone's yeah. going to shoot him. That's true. That's safer for him, especially in the south. Yes, 
lot of guns. Yeah, you'll shoot the crap out of any princessing your cows. <laughs> it doesn't matter what what size crown he has on his head. If he's eating your cows, there's a shotgun involved. You're not going to spring for a scare prince? <laughs> <laughs> what would a scare prince be? <laughs> what would that look like? What are princes scared of? Um, Responsibility? Yeah, I, just, I don't know. I was going to say, just like, just, a, just like it's a book on a stuff. stick. It's just, it's just taxes. It's a, it's a proposal for a reformed tax code. Rich people love that, though. It's that's a democracy. All I to present. That's what princes are afraid of. Yeah, that's all I wanted to present this time. Good. Gordy, any, any holes or things that you want to examine deeper? Not that we haven't covered. There are no holes that you want to examine deeper, Gordy? Um... Can't on think this, of any holes on this one worth examining deeper. There's a cavern in New Mexico I'd like to visit. Gordy's over the whole cloaca thing. Mm. It's old news. Mm. Yeah, I've, I've moved on. Now it's all caverns <laughs> with him. Two why, and this is why we can't find a freaking gift for Gordy. Yeah, like with small children, his favorite thing changes from week to week. I'm I'm worried is that is it conspiracy t- theories? Is it bird holes? Is, <laughs> is it caverns? Is it caverns or cloacas? <laughs> How can we satisfy your likes, Gordy? I just like card games. <laughs> That's always there. Um, I'm worried that a two-in-one bird like hole ejection system is not going to be enough. I'm worried that I'm going to want more than that. Well, we already know you want the portal. Yeah. Do you guys want to beta test my tabletop game, Caverns and Cloacas? <laughs> yeah, sounds very fun. Okay. Well, on that note, uh, thank you very much to all of our listeners and to Nicole for uh, taking the time to photograph every page of this story so that you, the listener... The tale could be told. And these, the Tyler and Gordy, could experience mm. it. Hope it was worth it. <laughs> Um, thank you to our Patreon sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. Thank you, patrons and Nicole and listeners. Yeah, thank you, Nicole. I missed it. I'm sorry. I was still thinking about Cole because <laughs> it's, it's something that affects us all. I'm coming back around to them. <laughs> Just let us know what, what's going to be like big on Gordy's list for December 25th. Is I'll, it Caverns release, or Chloe? I'll release my, my trend list. That's like <laughs> Oprah... <laughs> Oprah gets to release her her list of her favorite things. I'm going to do that, too. Number one, cloacas. Gordy's gloops. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to look for uh, G-U-P-E, goop.com, and I'm going to start releasing my shit on there. <laughs> Perfect things to satisfy on Gordy. <laughs> cloacas. <laughs> One old two functions. Let's shove this train cart back onto its track. All right, yeah. All okay. Right, we're thank thinking. you, Nicole. Thank you, patrons. Thank you, listeners. Yep. Thank you, John Waterbottle. Thank you, John Waterbottle. Thank you, John Waterbottle. Thank you, Tyler, for steering the ship safely to shore. Thank you, Doug. Thank you, Doug. Thank you, Doug. Thank you, the neon. Thank you, the neon. Thank, thank you, knives. Thank you, knives. Thank you, Cloaca. Thank you, Cloaca. Thank you, Cloaca. As I was gonna say it. We're what the folklore. That's how it works. Thanks, Roll Doll. I was going to say, no real doll this week. Cut out. Happily ever after. 
This has been What the Folklore. Thanks for listening to our show. If you have any feedback for us, you can leave it either by Gmail or Facebook. Our Gmail account is wtfolklore at gmail.com, and our Facebook page can be found at facebook.com slash wtfolklore. Feel free to send in stories if you have any particularly odd pieces of folklore mythology that you would like to hear us talk about. Special thanks to the Brobdingnagian Bards for the use of their song Happily Ever After from their album Brobdingnagian Fairy Tales.